to the Siren Screams podcast. I'm Amy Adams, and I'm using this podcast to tell stories about moments of truth that have altered the course of our lives and the music that inspired and empowered us along the way. This is a tribute to rock and roll and the vital part it plays in mental health. It's my way of saying thank you. Thank you to rock and roll for being the longest, most intimate relationship I've ever had in my life. Thank you for a lifetime of unconditional connection and understanding. I've suffered with depression, anxiety, substance abuse, eating disorders, panic attacks, and just a general sense of dis-ease for a lot of my life. And the truth I've found in music helped to free me from a prison of lies. Bands like Metallica and Nine Inch Nails have screamed the truth when I couldn't even put mine into words, much less speak it. Music has been my best friend when I've felt the most isolated and hopeless. So I'm now hitting middle age. I know I probably don't sound like it, but I feel compelled to share stories of hope in the midst of what seems to be a rise in mental illness. I've been untangling my mental health issues in recovery for almost 30 years now. I'm a mom to a 16 and 12 year old. I've been working in a high school for the past few years, and I'm about halfway through a master's degree in education counseling. What's become clear to me is that at the root of most suffering is lies, lies that prevent us from connecting to the truth of who we really are. And if you don't know who you really are, then your connection with God, other people, and your higher purpose is obstructed. I actually never had a sense of self or autonomy growing up. And despite an excellent education at a college prep school, I never saw any possibilities that I could be anything when I grew up. I Christmas treed my SATs and ACTs because in my mind, college didn't matter because I couldn't become anything anyway. There was no potential for me. I was lost, but never alone because I had music. Led Zeppelin, Jimi Hendrix, and Pink Floyd, they got me through high school and they soothed my soul sickness before I even knew what that meant. The only thing I ever really identified with was rock and roll, thanks to my older brother's excellent taste in music. There was an energy in ACDC that was like an alarm that woke me up from a childhood slumber. And when I saw that video on MTV for Hot for Teacher, she was strutting around on top of those desks while those Van Halen guys stared up at her in awe. The first thought I had about what I could be when I grew up came and went pretty fast in that moment. I didn't want to be a teacher, but I wanted to be her. <laughs> Ironically, I've been subbing at a high school the past few years. Uh, so I wouldn't say that was a dream come true, but a seed was planted way back in the 80s. Anyway, I grew up in the ultra-conservative South, where my spirit felt oppressed and repressed. It was shrink-wrapped under the weight of good manners and proper etiquette, no matter what the circumstances. Memphis in the 80s was still reeking of racism and sexism. I grew up with very little diversity or women's rights in the sense that socioeconomic status and social standing defined your family's values and that girls should just be sweet and quiet. I didn't know that my environment was making my soul sick and creating disease in my mind and body. I didn't know at the time that I was living lives of separation and disconnection. So by high school, I was angry. 
And because the message I got was that girls should be just quiet and sweet, rage simmered into a boil deep down into my guts. Throw in some family problems and I was ready to erupt at 16. But music was my connection to power, to freedom, to fun, and all the buried parts of me that I wasn't allowed to express even if I knew how. Bands like Guns N' Roses and Motley Crue taught me about freedom of expression. I didn't have it. I didn't believe I was allowed to have it. But when I listened to them, at least I could feel the energy of theirs. And that saved me. I didn't know it then, but one of the reasons I was completely captivated was because I had the same powerful creative energy trapped inside me under layers of lies about who I was and wasn't. I'll never forget wistfully watching the backup dancers at the Dr. Feelgood concert. I remember thinking, that's the only thing I'd ever want to do when I grow up. Those women, they were powerful, sexy in their leather and heels, while I was helplessly trapped in formal gowns and white gloves for debutante balls. I did not feel at home in my body or in my environment. I didn't belong there. There was no blue in my blood. I was a prisoner of lies about who I was supposed to be. But when Appetite for Destruction <laughs> blasted into my head, I felt like a bolt of lightning. Those raunchy riffs, they were aggressive and rude. Axel screaming, it sounded like a homecoming party for me. I intuitively knew that the truth about my essence was the spirit of rock and roll, unapologetic expression of the truth. It's taking me decades to uncover and untangle mine and i can't wait to talk to my guests about how they've woken up to moments of truth in their own lives and the courage it took to live it and the payoffs of being honest so how do you hear your truth in a world bombarding us with lies from every angle all day every day how do you connect with your intuition as the who beckoned to me to answer who are you I invite you to do the same. So I can't wait to talk more next time. Thanks so much for listening to The Siren Screams.